And welcome back to the People of Hitachi podcast. Uh, today we're on episode five and we're joined by Torsten from Hitachi Energy. Torsten, would you mind introducing yourself? Yes, sure. Uh, my name is Torsten Eidig. I'm a project director uh, from Hitachi Energy, working with the HVDC technology. I'm based in Germany, Mannheim, um, and working uh, quite a lot with my colleagues in Ludwika and in India and also in Germany. Wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us. And this year you submitted um, a project into Hitachi's largest internal competition, the uh, Inspiration of the Year Global Award. And your team won the Sustainability Award um, this year. So I was wondering, could you tell us about that project, um, the HVDC Interconnector? The name of the project is uh, the Nordlink Project. It's, uh, as you mentioned before, it's... uh, HVDC interconnector between Germany and Norway. It's connecting the power grids of Norway and Germany. Um, the first time, it's uh, round about 623 kilometer long transmission line going from a town in Norway called Tunstad uh, via the North Sea to the uh, German coast and from there to to the uh, town of Wilster in northern Germany and uh, yeah connecting the, the power grids there in total it's a it's it's a length of 623 kilometers wow that's that's a very long way yes how is this sort of um, technology implemented it's such a long way and goes on under the sea yeah exactly so so there are uh, three different parts uh, in Norway uh, we have there. There is a overhead line, transmission line, and then it's going um, through a submarine cable through the North Sea, and then on the German side, there there is a land cable also installed underground, so you don't see it. And um, how how long has this project been going on for? Yeah, so our customers they were starting discussing about connecting uh, Norwegian and German uh, power grids with each other already like 10 to 12 years ago um the possibilities and and they did a, a study about this um we were involved quite early um to to give input to uh, our technical design and and also um about details of the technology so um we we had a quite extensive negotiation within 2014 um, with our customers and then finally in 2015 uh, the project was awarded to us starting with the detailed in- engineering and also the construction of both converter stations one in germany and one in norway and and finally we could uh, hand over the project in 2021 to our customer for commercial operation this sounds it sounds quite complicated with you know lots of different moving parts and different countries involved could you maybe talk to us about some of the challenges that your team faced before delivering the, the project? One of the challenges were challenges was uh, that we were going into different countries with uh, different conditions. Um, if you think about uh, different permitting for, for the buildings, if you also think about 
the different soil conditions. For example, we had in in Germany we had quite soft soil. Um, you can compare it like a, like a sponge. Um, so that, that, that we needed to engineer a solution how we can make a solid foundation for our technology uh, on this soil. In, in in Norway, however, we had uh, solid rock. So there we needed to ac- actually remove rock in order to have space for our technology. So there were different uh, um, preconditions which we found at the sites where we where we have built up our our buildings and our technology. Um, also, another challenge which we, f- we are facing was that part of our technology were big converter transformers, um, each like 230 tons. And they needed to be transported to the sites, which were, uh, especially in Norway, a little bit remote. So our customer were building uh, a new uh, road for that transport. And we were actually pulling um, these uh, transformers with five trucks each up to the hill where, where the final destination was. So, so these kind of things we were, we were faced during the last yeah, six, six years, basically. Sounds like a lot to, to manage and, and deal with. And I think an area of this project that would be really interesting to talk about is um, the sustainability element. So this project won the Sustainability Award, which, you know, out of all the projects that entered, um, the judges felt that this one uh, had the biggest sort of environmental impact and um, was working towards Hitachi's goal of being greener. And could you tell us a bit about why this project's sustainable and, and how it's helping the environment? I mean, Nordlink will give a, a huge impact and a huge benefit to the sustainability part and the integration of renewable energies. Basically, uh, what, what, what we are doing is, I, first of all, you need to understand, I mean, electricity, electricity is the backbone for the future uh, generations, basically, because uh, a lot a lot of uh, technology right now, for example, I mean, a lot of uh, electric electricity, uh, electric cars are invented. I mean, there will be more and more electric cars. There will be more electric heating systems instead of using uh, conventional uh, uh, petrol or, or or gas, which which is producing a lot of CO two emissions. Um, so we need to find alternative ways to to generate um, CO two. Uh, free um, uh, power generation ways, like like by wind or by hydropower or by by solar power, and um, Nordlink now is connecting different kind of renewable energies. In in Norway, um, there is a lot of hydropower generated, and hydropower has has some uh, advantages. For example, um, you, you can really control hydropower in a good way because you can store water and and only let it through the uh, uh, let it through the um, uh, power generation through the turbines and so on if if you really need this Um, wind or solar you are quite uh, dependent on on the weather so if there is wind you have a lot of power if there is no wind you have no power and and uh, by integrating different kinds of renewables you are you are basically giving a, a better balance of everything so you can con- control and integrate different kinds of, of renewable energies in a better way and Nordling is exactly providing this solution so 
one example is if if there is a lot of wind in Germany um, and uh, the power consumption in Germany is not that high. So then Nordling can transmit power from Germany, wind power from Germany to Norway and Norway, Norway can use the wind power and, and saving the water for uh, times where there is no wind in Germany, for example. And the same, of course, you can also have the same for, for solar power. And if there is no wind in Germany and the power consumption is high in Germany, then uh, Nordling can transmit uh, hydropower from Norway to Germany. So then they, Norway can basically start their power generation uh, by, by, by hydropower uh, in, in, in this case. So there is a, a big benefit for both countries. Um, and, and even for, for, you can say, if, if you think uh, more global, you could even say for, for, for whole Europe. I mean, because Nordling is only, of course, one step. That there, there are, of course, also more connections uh, for example, we are also building a connection between Norway and UK. So this is this is then the next step to connect more countries to each other and uh, providing clean uh, power for for a lot of countries. And what what you also can say is that our technology from Hitachi Energy, the HDC technology, um, is also reducing losses quite a lot. So we are we are transmitting uh, power from one point to another over several hundreds of kilometers with almost no losses. So that is another sustainability aspect in our project. It's great to hear that it's it's moving into the future with an, another project. So is there anything um, your team, have you, have you started work on this project or is this um, something for the future or is there anything you can share? I mean, basically, I mean, Nordlink is, is handed over to our customer. So um, we, we are still supporting our customers, of course, in, in maintaining and improving um, the technology through the years now, but, but they're using it in commercial operations. So uh, people in Germany can already receive uh, hydropower and, and uh, people in Norway, they can already receive uh, wind power from Germany. So that's already ongoing. Um, the the, the the other project I was mentioning, the connection between Norway and UK, that was built with a one-year yeah, uh, gap, so to say. So uh, this project is all already now in, in the final commissioning phase. Um, so it's already built up basically by, by a parallel team, not through my team, but also within the HVDC business in, in Hitachi Energy. What's happening now uh, for our team is, is also that we are looking into further transmission of the of the power from northern germany to the southern germany there is already big initiatives from our customer to 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 build up a similar um, transmission line um, as nordlink from the north of germany to the south of germany so that is right now in a, in a tender stage where we are looking into it. that's wonderful thank you thank you for sharing that and it sounds like there's lots of exciting things to come for uh, your team and and the rest of um, Hitachi Energy. Um, so maybe we could move on to talking about um, a bit more about you. So I'm curious to know, you know, for 2022, we're at the beginning of a new year. Um, are there any goals that you have, whether it's business, personal, um, environmental, anything that you're you're hoping to achieve this year? I mean, first of all, I I need to say that uh, working with such a great project like Nordlink. 
supporting the the emission uh, the the reduction of uh, CO2 emissions makes me very proud and and the whole team is is proud of this project what we have delivered the, the last uh, years i mean it's it was a long journey for, for for all of us i mean for our customers but also for us um i mean kids were growing through, through these years and if we now see what what kind of speed the whole discussions about um climate change and and co2 emissions ha- has come through now especially the last one to two or even uh, two years maybe so so we were basically perfect in time with providing one of the solutions to to reduce that so that makes me of course uh, very proud uh, to to be to have been part of this project of such a big project and and this is then also what uh, gives me kind of personal uh, goals for the year 2020 uh, 2022 um because the climate change is one of the biggest challenges we have right now globally and um supporting this also during 2022 is one of my goals um not only by uh, with, with my professional uh, work where i of course uh, as i said before supporting um our customers who wants to build up such or, or similar uh, projects by providing them with sol- solutions how we can do that so that is what what i'm doing now this year but also in, in in my private life i mean to to think about how i can support this uh, reduction of co2 emissions by for example um, using uh, a bike instead of uh, of a car uh, for for shorter distances um and also looking into uh, how i can further support the, uh, uh, this yeah i think those are great goals and I totally agree. I think you and the team should be incredibly proud of what you've achieved, um, you know, over the last last several years. It's really um, something that is making a huge difference um, to the planet. So congratulations on on winning uh, one of the prizes again. I look forward to, to hearing what comes next for the project. So yeah, thank, thank you, you very, very much. much. Thank you for joining us, Torsten. It's it's been really, really interesting to chat to you, and uh, great to hear you, you know your passion about this project as it really comes through. <laughs>